0: Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am the CEO and founder of Intel, a nonprofit organization that bridges the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Being an overcomer, visionary, and God's creation, I empower women with their emotional wellness and intimacy with God to live abundantly. In this podcast series, we reveal that our wellness is not just physical health, but includes mental and spiritual health. True health and well-being include all three aspects. We transform our lives when we care for our mind, body and spirit. Welcome home, you guys. If you was with us last week, oh, were we starting a great conversation About answering our call, having purpose shifts, and how do we remain anchored during the process? And you know how I do. I always love having guests on the show when we have new topics because, you know, they always share some new nuggets, some new insights. And today I am not disappointing you. I am so excited about the person who's joined us today. She has such fervor, such insight. And I'm excited to hear more about her journey. So Marcia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy for you to be here as well. And we're just going to have a good old time talking and getting to the nitty gritty about purposeful living and just even your journey. And because people who are listening, they're like, who is this Marcia lady? So can you give us some background to who you are and And while you're here at a Healing Peace podcast.
1: Yes, yes. First of all, I like to tell people I'm just a girl allowing God to use her. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. But most importantly, I'm a daughter of the Most High King. And I've been on a journey, a journey that may sound very similar to a lot of people. um, But we're going to get into that. But I'm a a foodie. I love food. I love uh, traveling. I love serving in the community. That's just a a little bit about me.
0: Oh, that's neat. And I'm a foodie as well. And I enjoy going to different places where you taste the seasoning and you try to call it out. I don't know if if that's something that you do as well in your food endeavors. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. And you started, so we're going to just jump right into it because I want to know. And people are like, what is she talking about her journey? So what did God ask of you in in this area of bringing hope to people's lives?
1: God informed me that I was a voice. I mean, we all, you know, our voice for a kingdom in our own individual ways. I grew up a fatherless child, Mm. right? And so God had took me on this journey of realizing that it didn't matter that my physical father wasn't there. Because my heavenly father has always and will always be there.
0: Hmm. And as you say that, I know the first thing that jumps in my mind is how were you able to distinguish between God and our earthly father? Because I know, and even myself, I had to work through that journey as well, because I didn't have a father growing up in my life. And so can you walk us through that a little bit? I know people will be interested in hearing how you were able to make that connection.
1: Definitely didn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely been a journey. It, it definitely didn't happen until I was approaching my 30s where I was in a situation and it was just like, wait a minute, I am not loving myself. Mm-hmm. I have not healed from child- some childhood trauma Mm-hmm. And I needed God. The foundation of faith has always been there. But mm-hmm. in that moment, I knew that I needed two things, Jesus and therapy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Okay, right? To truly yeah. help me heal from that childhood trauma. And once I was able to start this journey and go on this journey, because the first thing you have to learn is who God is before you learn anything, right? Like Who is person, right? Because the understanding that we have of God is based on our parents. Mm-hmm. It's based on us going to church on Sundays and letting, allowing the preacher to tell us who God is. But we have to develop our own relationship outside of our parents, our family, and the preacher on Sunday.
0: Right. And so for yourself, because you were like, okay, let me distinguish between what I'm hearing versus what I need to receive. What was something that you were doing to hear God's voice in that way? And to be able to distinguish between previous experiences to who his true character is.
1: I had to get into his presence. And getting into his presence is removing myself from the world. So being still. Mm. Okay? So a lot of times, because we live in a world that is so busy, that is so noisy, we don't allow ourselves to hear God. Because remember, when they say that his voice is a small, still voice. Well, if it's a lot going on in your head and in your environment, how do you expect to hear that still small voice?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So I had to get alone. I had to get quiet. I had to open my Bible. I had to get on my knees. I had to lift my hands up and worship and um, praise and worship. And so it was really spending that alone time, right? Like we have to spend that alone time with Him and ourselves. Because if you can't spend a long time with yourself, then how can you expect anyone to want to be in your presence
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you don't even want to be in your own presence?
0: Right. And so when you were figuring out how to be still, what were some of the elements that I don't know if you had to keep talking to yourself to say, okay, I'm not going to get up. I'm, I'm just curious because it's not who we are naturally, right? As you right. We stated, like that busyness, we just go, go, go. So what were some disciplines that you placed in your life to get you to that place where you felt comfortable to slow down?
1: Well, the first thing we have to do is give ourselves grace. Ah, a very me,
0: important word.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that grace. Because when you first try it, you know, we try things and then it, if it doesn't work out, we're ready to give up. Oh, for right. Sure. So you set realistic goals. So mm-hmm. let me try five minutes first. And then you build yourself up and then eventually you'll learn and you'll grow in what you're trying to do. And so it's being able to, okay, I'm going to do this for five minutes, mm-hmm. right? What, what is the, the goal? But what is the, the outcome? You always keep yourself looking at what is the outcome I'm trying to reach. And if you make that outcome bigger than anything else, you're going to continue to press through it. What are the obstacles that I'm going to face going into this? Right. So you make yourself aware of like, what are the obstacles and what is what is my motivation
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to
1: continue this? And then you'll eventually learn to put your stop sign up, because even when you're sitting in silence, don't think that the thoughts are going to stop.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And before we got into this portion of the father's child and, and learning how to connect with God, you said two important things prior to and it's something that we strive to encourage women through their journeys thus we're called a healing piece and you spoke briefly about needing to heal and and it's interesting you guys because this part of the conversation i'm just being nosy (laughs) because we haven't gotten to the piece yet about her purposeful journey we're just we're just building up to how she got to this place i just want to give you some background information like wait a minute you said in the beginning okay i'm telling you right now backing up So, what was it where you were like, hey, I need more assistance to heal? And your process of saying, okay, therapy is one of those tools to do that. Was that something where someone suggested, or you were just like, okay, I know I need this for me? Can you take us through that part of your journey?
1: I, so I come from the medical field. I'm a a registered nurse by profession. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so, you know, and I have spent some time working in the mental health field. And of Mm -hmm. course I'm an African-American. And so in our community, Mm -hmm. people tend to frown their nose yes towards therapy. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. and in our household, it's like, what happens in this household stays Household. Exactly. But when what's happening in the household is what's hurting you, how do you heal? How do you, right. how do you get to the other side of things? And no. so when I was able to get educated and understanding the importance of I can't do this on my own and I can't do it with the people that's in my circle, I need someone that's going to give me an unbiased, right? An unbiased, you know, guidance and, and help. Cause most of the time when we go to the people in a certain, I'm not trying to say anything is bad with talking to the people. Yeah, that's in your circle, but a lot of the times you got to ask yourself when they're giving me advice and guidance, where's it coming from? Right, because right? a lot of times it's just coming from their own experience or their own pain. Yes,
0: yeah, so very true. And in the in midst of it coming from someone else's pain, what ends up happening is that a not only do you, do you not get a clear picture, but then you identify with that pain and then you live your life through it as well
1: yes exactly yeah
0: and and then you continue that cycle and 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 then we're like oh we're all okay because we're all in pain but that's such a deadly understanding and perspective did you know that a healing peace podcast has a website you will find resources along with our very own tools and tips on our website our tools and tips provide tangible principles to keep you on your emotional healing And wellness journeys. While you are on our website, sign up for our newsletter. You will receive a free emotional wellness assessment just for signing up. Also, you will stay informed about podcast episodes, courses, and workshops. You will receive all this great information just for signing up for our newsletter. Go to ahealingpeace.com today. And so, as you are sharing this aspect of your journey, I think one of the things that was very clear for me is that it took courage and that you were willing to go beyond what your environment was saying to say, okay, I need to do something different. And so I appreciate your example in this way, because sometimes we just need to hear it more often and say, hey, I know somebody else did it, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. And and that's one of the things that we really try to bring forth in the show is that you're not alone. We all have our stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our stuff gets really, really high up there. But luckily with God and his provisions, we can get back to a, a place where we feel confident and hopeful and excited. Yeah. So let, let's get back to that place of, OK, I have done work through understanding who God is, being still, hearing his voice. And so in that moment, when you're hearing more of his voice, what was he telling you you needed to do?
1: So when I was able to spend the time with him and understand who he was, I was able to understand who I was because I had a false identity of self. Mm. I thought that I was just going to be a mom, a wife, a nurse. And that was my life. Mm. But when God said, no, you're going to be a voice for the kingdom. What, what do you mean? What, what does that mean? Like I was like a Moses, like I don't stutter, but I was just like, wait, God, who's going to listen to me? I, first of all, I sound like a little girl who's going to take me serious. And then I can't even speak English correctly. And I'm from the United States
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you want me to, you want me to be the voice. I don't sound like y'all was comparing myself to other, you know, motivational speakers, empowerment speakers. And I'm like, I, I can't, I'm, no, I'm not. And he was like, well, let's get back to one thing because I called you. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you or telling you to be like this person or that person. All I'm asking you is to be you. Mm-hmm. See, when we understand that we have our story and our story is not our story, our story is for his glory. Okay. And that there's people that's attached to us. He said, You, you got to stop making this about you because, you know, it's not about you. It's right. about everybody that's attached to you. That pain you felt, you remember that pain? It hurt, right? Do you want other people to feel the same pain you felt? That's why I need you to go out Mm -hmm. and be the voice, the voice that I called you to be the Mm -hmm. way I called you to do it. Not any other person's way, but the way I called you, you can't, you got to put on the blinders. You can't look at the person next to you, to the left, to the right, or even the person in front or behind you. I need you to stay in your lane. I need you to mind your own business.
0: Yeah. And and I would say that for myself, oh, that is such a challenge for me. Because I I do, I start looking and looking and then lo and behold you feel smaller and smaller mm-hmm. and smaller and then you question and you be like, God, "Are you sure this is what you told me?" To mhm. Yeah. And so it's great hearing the opposite. <laughs> because it definitely sounds less stressful. And, and so within Those moments where God was like, okay, you're going to be the voice. What were some of the things that he started to do to mold you and to get you to a place or to find your place within sharing your story?
1: So the one thing that we have to realize that what God has placed in us has always been in us.
0: Mm -hmm. We are
1: just not able to see it because all we see is the childhood trauma, the lie and what he con- what he did was he started to send people to affirm what he already confirmed right mm-hmm. cuz only god can confirm but he can send other people to affirm what he has already confirmed
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he continued to put me in situations where i had to use my voice mm-hmm. and it, it it was i've always been a person that people go to for encouragement positivity and motivation that was just who I was very personable person, like people will meet me. And for the first time, like I would always when I was younger, be on the bus. And like people would just start talking to me and opening up. And I'm like, why do people feel so comfortable with just telling me their business, but I would just sit there and I would listen. And you know, I would, um, you know, provide, I could always sympathize with people, even when I've never been what they went through. And I can always give them some type of guidance that will help ease whatever pain that we're going through. And so he can, he increased the people he started putting in my life to put me also to put me in rooms where mm-hmm. I was forced, you know how they say you were voluntold? Yeah, yeah. right? So I was forced to use my voice. And then I started to realize, wait, this is just who I am. This is who I always were. But now I have this boldness and confidence that I didn't have before, because even though I'm scared, cause before. I would be scared and I wouldn't do it.
0: Mm -hmm. But now
1: I'm doing it even though I'm nervous, even though I'm afraid, even though I don't know what people are going to say or think about me. Because I realized I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for him.
0: Right, right. And so can you share some of those moments when you went in those rooms and initially you were nervous? Did you find... God doing something within you that, that gave you the opportunity to speak even more definitely to others
1: it's always like this point when I start speaking and then it's like I have a outer body experience when it's like wow my voice starts my voice starts to change it's like a change in my tone
0: uh-huh
1: you know and it's just like whoo, holy spirit like that was not me like And people like, I remind you, I'm, I'm the girl standing up there trembling. Right. Right. Uh But then afterwards, everyone is like, oh my God, that was so good. You know? Uh And I was like, what? I was so, and this is me telling them, like, I was so nervous. They was like, no, you weren't. You were very confident. And I'm like, I swear these people can see my heart coming out of my chest.
0: Right. Right.
1: And, and the one thing that I learned to do in anything and everything that I do is pray first. Like first of all, you have to welcome God in everything that we do, every decision that we make, because at any point you can easily step out of His will.
0: That's right? very true. Yeah,
1: you can easily step out of His will because now you you're bold and you're confident, and you can still feel like you're in His will, but you are out of His will. And when you have to, I always like welcome Him and say, "God, please go before me." You know, I say. May I decrease as you increase. And so that allows me to make sure that I'm in alignment with what he wants me to do, what he wants me to say, because a lot of times I would not be prepared, but then it just flows. And so Mm -hmm. that's how I know it's not me because me, I'm still at the door.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, And that's something that I think is so powerful about God's spirit is that when we allow room for the spirit to work, it does incredible things. And in the midst of it, we get the high five. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, people look at you like, oh, that's so awesome. You're like, oh, well, that was the spirit. I'm glad you caught it. (laughs) And so I love how God wants to make his people look good. He does a great job of that. Go ahead and let it look good a little bit. And so, if you can, can you go in a little bit more detail of what you do outside of nursing? Because I'm so excited about. I want you to explain what faith, focus, and finish strong is, and let our audience know what how that came about. Who you are in that, and be able to yeah, just let us know what is it. How did it come about?
1: Okay, so in um, 2020. This is when I was in the beginning of 2020, where I was in a season of just being obedient. Okay, Mm -hmm. God, whatever you want me to do. Yes, 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 yes. And so then the pandemic hit. Yes, it did. Yes. (laughs) And God had told me at that point, okay, it's time for you to move. Hmm. Because before that, as I was preparing myself to, to get out there and be a voice, I had um, signed up for a program called Toastmasters that kind of mm-hmm. helps you with public speaking. So I had been doing Toastmasters to kind of get more comfortable with speaking in front of people and things of that nature. And so he was like, I want you to be the voice. So I started a YouTube channel and I started what is called the Faith Focus and finished Strong Zoom Talk. So very similar to a talk show where weekly, every Thursday, I come on with a special guest to share their wisdom, their knowledge, their story to help pour back into women of faith. And the idea behind it was God said that everyone that I was encountering um, when the pandemic started, everyone was very scared. They just, they, they very negative about what was going on. But I was just so like I just had this optimistic perspective of the pandemic, and it was like my very first YouTube video was pause for a purpose. I believe that God have shut everybody down, everything down for a purpose. He needed us to hear from Him, and so He was like, "I want you to bring the light in the dark, right? Mm. Because that's what we're called to do. We're called to bring His light into the dark." Now, if you think about how the world was created. The sun wasn't created first, but then, but there was light. So God is the light of the world and we are his children. And so I started the Zoom talk every week. We would bring on special guests to just speak about whatever, finding your purpose, oppression. I mean, we spoke about many different things of mental health. <laughs> whatever topic will resonate to women on their journey. I wanted women to understand that there's beauty in the path that God has you on. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create a space where women can come and take their masks off. Cause we walk around so much with our masks on okay, sis. Yes. Everything is going good. Right. But yeah. we're at home battling, crying, right. Because we think that we're the only person going through it. That no one else will understand that people, all they're going to do is judge us. But God didn't call us to walk this walk alone, right? He called us to walk together and we are delivered by the word of our testimony, right? And so I wanted to create this space where women can understand that, wow, I'm not the only one going through this. And wow, she went through the same thing I went through and look at her now, she made it to the other side of this. Because what happens is a lot of times we only see the highlights of people's lives. We only see when people make it to victory, we don't see them going through that process and I'm like no this is why so many women are hurting people in general is because we're trying to compare our journey to other people because they didn't show you their process so you think something is wrong with your journey because of your process we spend so much time working on the end when we don't spend enough time in the process there's so much in the process that we miss and that's why a lot of times it takes us a while to get to the end because god is like stop focusing on that focus Be right here in this moment, wherever this moment is, however this moment feel. I need you to be right here in this moment. And so that's why I started the Zoom talk. And we we just celebrated our second year. I had a women's conference. I had my first women's conference last year. It was a three-day virtual experience. This year, we still had three days virtual, but one day we had in person. I just ended it on Saturday and the the annual conference and celebration of the weekly Zoom talk is called Living Free and just how God is able to work through us when we are obedient. Yeah. Doors fly open.
0: Yeah. And I, I definitely appreciate you sharing that piece. Because I think sometimes we get caught up in the details. I know I do because I'm an engineer by nature. Okay. And, and I want to know, okay, how's this going to play out? Duh, duh, duh. And then you get trapped by it, right? Because you're not living in the place of freedom to allow things to grow and manifest as it's supposed to. And so I'm grateful hearing you share that because you're revealing the, the fruit of just putting yourself in a position to just be obedient and then see what happens. And knowing that we have a father who is so in tune to what we're doing, that he's always orchestrating those next steps. And it's kind of interesting because I had to add that to my prayer life, which is in my purpose, help me just to follow versus try to figure out. And to have that humble spirit to just follow. And so, again, I I do appreciate you sharing all of those elements and getting us back to, I I think, a purity and a faith and a trust in God and knowing that he's so big that he's going to work through your journey. And so as I'm looking at the time, we're, we're definitely wrapping up for this part of our conversation and as you were speaking, there were some other things that I definitely wanted to ask you questions about, especially a, about the statement you made, of time for you to move. And, and going into a little bit more detail, what that looked like in your journey, and then how you were able to see God work as you shared a lot, but I, I just got a couple more questions to kind of dig in a little bit there. So will you come back and keep talking to me?
1: Yes, God willing. Yes.
0: All righty. So you guys, this is, I'm so grateful for Marcia. And, and as she's been sharing, it's been, it's been kind of fun because I I definitely see a lot of similarities in God saying, you have a voice and I want you to do something with it. And so when we, you guys come back next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about that voice and 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 taking on that confidence of knowing that God has something specifically planned for you to be purposeful in your life. So until then, you enjoy your week and I will see you next time.